Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's cast, the Resume Update 2008. Hi everyone, this is Mike, and welcome back to Manager Tools. Today's cast updates one of our most popular casts ever, Your Resume Stinks, which was in October of 2005. In today's cast, we share with you our learnings from our community and some timely recommendations regarding recent trends. And in this cast, at the end, we share with you some exciting new product announcements. So with that, let's get on with it. I don't know about you, but I never thought that the resume (laughs) cast would be one of our most popular, uh, probably the most popular. Is it, is it, I mean, do we have data? Is it, is it the most popular? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I I certainly know in terms of the number of comments that have been made. Um, I definitely did not think that no, no way. Um, I, I just remember putting it together and 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 feeling like I had a little bit. I mean, it was a long time ago, right? It was only like our thirtieth show or something. Um, I, I just remember wanting to vent a little bit about how many horrible resumes I got back then. And the fact is, um, other than those people who have been exposed to the resume cast, and although some of them who have, I still get horrible resumes every week. So yeah, I just yeah. Yeah, I just saw yeah. it as a chance. Did, to did you say that set you actually? Straight. Did you actually say that you vented on the cast? Um, no, I no, I think I, 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 think I can't believe that. I can't. I think, I think I just, you misheard. I think you misheard my misspeaking. Yeah, there's no yeah. way you would you would ever. I think, do I that. think this cast <laughs> is subject to redaction. Yeah, we could have easily said, and in fact, I remember saying this to people. You know, people would call me for advice, and I would say. Dude, the weakest part of your job search is not your interviewing skills. Right. It's the fact that you're never going to have to use those weak interviewing skills because your resume is so terrible. No one will ever interview you after having seen this document, if we can call this amalgamation of black ink on white page as a document. And, and some people call you an unfriend. But um, if we had named it something like that, Lots of folks would have written lots of emails that we would have had to reply to saying, where's that resume cast you keep referring to? Because we, we do get that on. Didn't we get that on, on one-on-ones? We, yeah, we did. We did. And so I wouldn't change the title to. Yeah, from the greatest title tool there, ever yeah. to one-on-ones, the greatest management tool ever. And after nearly three years, we thought we'd go in exactly the opposite direction this time in naming this cast with as bland a title as you've ever heard, Resume Update 2008. Yeah, that's right. That is pretty ba- pretty basic, yeah. And if they search on resume, they'll they'll find this one. But if years from now anyone is searching on resumes and podcasts on the on the on the website, although years from now who knows if there is such a thing as websites, it may be like vinyl discs. And and, and if you are listening to this cast and you are thinking that this is our cast that is our core resume cast where we walk through resumes in detail, uh, please let me uh, dissuade you of that less than hopefully one minute into the cast. It is not. This is not the core resume cast. That detailed cast with all that core guidance came out 31 October, Halloween 2005, and we encourage everybody to review it before they review and update their resumes. With that, what's what's the purpose of this 2008 resume update cast? Well, actually, we're going to deviate from from the show notes for those for the premium subscribers, they'll discover this. Um, I, I was going to start with a big new product announcement, and you rightly corrected me, and it just makes me feel even better about this cast. I'm excited about this cast um, now after your suggestion. We were going to start with a big new product announcement, but we are going to hold that until last. Uh, and I think it's going to surprise some people, frankly. Um, we'll just let the let people go, what, what, what are they talking about? Um, and then we're going to amplify a point or two from the earlier cast. I want to go back based on things I'm seeing in resumes now from people who are telling me they've listened to our cast. Uh, there's some things I think they're missing. Um, and then I want to recommend, I think there are a few things I'm seeing that are, that resumes this year. And even I believe into 2009, uh, folks need to be particularly sensitive to. Okay, um, so in an outline, we've got we've got three major topics we're going to cover. The first one was going to be 
and I'll just say it now, the new Manager Tools Resume Review Service. So for all those people who said, please, 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 Mark, review my resume, and I said, no, 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 I won't, because I can't deal with the deluge. Now we do. We are not going to do that first. We are going to do that last, so that's going to become number three, actually. Number two, which is now our number one, I'm sure this is going to get terribly confusing for people. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting Um, confused. So the first point we're going to cover is actually what the resume as a living document, quote unquote, means. I think we didn't do, I didn't do a good enough job describing what we meant by having your resume as a career management living document. I want to go back over that because I think it will help people uh, with future drafts of their resume. So that's the first thing we're going to do. Then we're going to cover three casts, three factors, I'm sorry, three factors that current resumes are really wise to highlight. And, And what I would say is, I'm not suggesting that in five years, these would go away. You should always be looking. We recommend you always be looking at these, but these are ones that if you could pump them up a little bit now, if your if your uh, search is, is is current, if you will, and there are three things, budgets, metrics, measuring management, and lastly, international. And then before we cover the, the Manager Tools Resume Review Service last, um, at the end of this cast, we're going to add one more thing uh, to, to the, the Budgets Metrics International. We're going to add a special factor that we always look for in resumes. I've never talked about it with people before. It's something I've always privately looked for. Uh, it's been a discriminator that I've used many, many times, and I've never shared it in public. But but for now, we're going to leave it out off of the outline of this cast and I, I just like everyone to think of it as a bonus for putting up with us all the way through this cast. And we'll give it to you right before the, the um, going over the resume review service. Good. Okay. okay. So let's get started. Yeah. So we need to jump past all the notes we have about the resume review service, right? And get right to the, the living document. So look, here, here's what I'm seeing. Um, I'm getting resumes now, folks, from managers whom I know personally some of whom I've met through the Manager Tools community. It's one of the coolest things about my professional life in the last couple of years, the number of friends Mike and I have made through the community. Um, But I'm getting resumes both from managers I know personally before Manager Tools and Manager Tools members who have become my friends. And, um, And because of that, their experiences and or their accomplishments are something I've been involved in. Maybe I've coached them for years and so I know their experience. Um, Now, (laughs) <laughs> just because I'm getting resumes from my friends, folks, doesn't mean that all my friends are suddenly getting laid off because I hang out with a bunch of slackers. Yeah, that's I, what I thought. <laughs> I realized when I said that I was actually talking to staff here, and they're like, that doesn't sound real good. <laughs> um, a lot of my friends are are kind of smart, and they're sending me their resume because they know that now is the time when economic situations are in flux to be sure that your resume and your network are up to speed. They are smart. They're not getting laid off yet. Maybe they will. Um, it's it's not a it's not a personal black mark to get laid off. They're smart and they're reaching out to me now and asking me to check their resume now. And because I'm in their network, they're doing two things at one time. Yeah, the cool thing now is that you can charge them for it. <laughs> awesome. No, 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 no. Um, no, that. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. No, I think they would stone me if I did that. Um, like if I if I tried to charge my brother, right? That'd be great. Um, I think one of my brothers is still my friend. Um, look, what I'm seeing is this: I'm getting a resume that is two years older than the one I got before that I reviewed for my friend or an associate or someone that I looked at two years ago. Um, uh, it's two years older than the one I got before. The one I still have now, mind you, if you send me a resume and I look at it, I keep it because I want to compare the resume I get from you later to the one you sent me before. So I've got lots of resumes on my on my computer. Ooh, I almost slipped and said PC. Um, so I'm getting a resume two years old and the one I got before, and I'm comparing it now to that two-year-old one that I still have. And there are no changes being made to the experiences that were covered before in the previous resume. What do you mean? So if the, the resume went through, let's say, December of 2005, and right. it's now December 2006, they give you a new resume, and there's no changes to the activity before 2000, December 2005. 
That right, saying? none. Yeah. Well, what's wrong with that? I mean, nothing changed in the, okay. in the past. Yeah. See, that's the, that. Okay. Now that's the thing. People think I've done it. That part of my resume is set in stone. But but I'll give you a good analogy. I, I want to talk about this for a minute. You know, if that were the case, then everybody's resume would have to be inordinately long. And some people are going, "Oh, he finally he finally recommended a long resume, as long as mine, nine pages." Um, because because think about your resume the first three years of your career. You had all kinds of stuff in there. Fifteen years into your career, you're demoting, you're reducing, you're narrowing the focus, the narrowing or, or reducing the amount of space you're giving over to those first three years worth of jobs, and you're highlighting your last three years worth of jobs, right? Right. The first three have been scrunched and scrunched and scrunched and stuff has been taken out. But what I'm seeing is people using the power of document processing on their personal computers to just scrunch down what they had and put something new on top of it. Um, and the mistake I believe they're making is that they're seeing the, the resume as something you create and then it becomes set in stone. And it, and that's why we said in the first cast, the, res, the document, the resume is a living document. After a couple of years, hopefully folks begin to see their careers, their skills, their interest, perhaps even their aspirations as being somewhat different, a little bit different than they were before. But I don't see any evidence of that when I'm getting new resumes. And I realize that we just didn't, I just didn't do a good job of explaining the, the, the living document concept. Um, so I realized that they and many other listeners um, and some of my friends, obviously, and, and even some of them listen to the show, um, they were just adding to the old resume, again, probably finding out how to get more stuff on one page. And this is the important part. They were basically using the resume that got them their last job as the starting point for their update, meaning that everything that they had ha that they had done before the previous resume, now here's the key, but that was not on the previous resume was then therefore lost to them forever. Of course. Yeah, you see it? Yeah, I got it. They so had done good stuff, right? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So what happened is that the tone of the last resume, which got them one job, the one they're yep. currently in, right. is carried over in the search. So when in fact, there were many tones that they could have sold about themselves during their, their previous interviewing. Right. And many jo different jobs they could have taken, yep. they could have been right for, but they picked a particular tone for that particular right. job interview that got them the job, right. and that may not be the tone they need in this job. Exactly. And there might have been seven or eight tones or themes or things to have highlighted back then. They picked one, they set it in stone, and those other six, if there were seven, let's say there were seven, those other six are now dead to them. And they may want to call on three or four of those for a search that's going to take them in a little bit different direction. I, I guarantee you right now, there are at least a thousand people, if not 5,000 people listening to this cast right now who are over 35, even over 40, who feel differently about where their career is headed in the next five years than they thought it would have 10 years ago. They're surprised by the things they say about where their career might take them, not just in terms of velocity, not just in terms of the ultimate top where they're going to end up, but the career they're going to be in, the region they're going to be in, the industry they're going to be in, the amount of time they spend with their families, and so on. All those things are changing. Yeah, I'll give you a specific example. Okay. I had a gentleman one time come in, uh, this was many years ago, came in to interview as a, an IT manager. And he was a young manager, but he, he pitched himself as having had previous management experience. Right. When you looked in his resume, it had a distinctly technical tone to it. Right. Now he had now now talking to the gentleman, there are plenty of things he did in his career that were more more focused on management and leadership, right. even if he wasn't in a officially in a ma in a management role. But he didn't highlight all those because he simply took the resume that he used when he was applying for technical jobs right. and attached a few things on the end as a, as a management resume, and it right. didn't work. Yeah, I, I think you and I are in total agreement. Basically, people, they solidify their resume, and then they want to forget about it. They use Horseman's Christmas rule, right? And, and they only worry about it when they need to again. Oh, whew, got a job. The resume's dead. I don't think about it anymore. And then when they need it again, they just have this static written in stone thing. 
and they've forgotten everything that led up to it, the choices they made, the narrowing choices they made, and they don't go back and rebuild it in full. And our suggestion at this point is you've got to keep the document alive behind the scenes. And really, the way I've tried to explain it to people, and, and maybe maybe this is proof that my wording is not right and we need to come up with a better way of saying it, but basically what I've been telling people is it's not a document that gets you a job. It is the place you record the history of your career in terms of responsibilities and accomplishments, which is the way most organizations characterize careers, which is responsibilities and accomplishments, growth and responsibilities and increasing levels of accomplishment that have greater influence on the organization and ultimately, therefore, on society. Um, so basically what's happening is people are stuck with a resume that says, up until two years ago, I only had this thing going for me in my background because it was got them their last job, right? But that's false. Um, and it was because they didn't have a longer, more detailed, and people are going to laugh when they hear this, even three-page record-keeping career management document. I will never, ever admit to having said in this cast, you should have a three-page resume. Um, right, right. Um, it's a career management document. There, right. When you're doing a resume, there's two documents, right? There's the career management document yep. from which is the, 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 the source of all material for the shorter one-page document, which is the I resume. I would even argue that if you look at your resume – as, a, as, a, as a, a career management document, and you look at it a year after you start building it that way, you're going to be able to draw inferences from your career that, that you would not have because it takes you up to a 20,000 or at least a 10,000 foot level that you can't see when you're down in the weeds solving the next project, delivering the next project on time, on rate, on budget. Yeah. So without that career management document, even three pages long in some cases, right? Um Without it behind the scenes, which, again, had all those accomplishments on it, ready to call from to create different resumes from different jobs or different career opportunities, they end up with a, a stultified, a set-in-stone document that they end up – if you do it over the course of a career, you end up building it, what amounts to a house of cards. And I'm probably piling on with the uh, with the metaphors there. but Yeah. Makes you wonder yeah. if they were doing their quarterly 30-minute reviews we've been talking about. Well. Well. No, I, I guess you're it right. It doesn't, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. It just proves they were not doing the brief reviews we recommended. Exactly. Yeah. In fact, I think people, when they hear the resume cast after they've heard some other casts and we recommend certain ways of managers behaving and they probably deal with, gosh, they, they recommend so many different ways. I'm going to have to fundamentally change the way I manage. And, I'm, and, and in my head, I'm thinking, yes, they, find, they get it. Um, you're you're not a work you're not a working manager you're a working manager, um, but but um, they come back and they say man you and now you want me to sit down for thirty minutes once a quarter I don't know I have that kind of time, right I don't, you better keep, you better make a list for us of all the stuff you ask for us to do every week every month every quarter every year, thirty minutes once a quarter is not that big a deal again I've told many thousands of people this I have videotape of managers around their desk between 5 and 7 in the evening every manager wastes a half an hour every day let alone us recommending you spend a half an hour once a quarter to go back through and when you're preparing for your quarterly review with your boss whether he or she gives you a quarterly review or not you should be ready we recommend you be ready to present on your last quarter to give an update so that your boss gives you a frank and effective and accurate review at the end of the year that when you do that review, you go through and you capture all the little things you did and the, the, the projects you were on and so on. Um, so look, I totally know when people are doing their quarterly reviews, they call me and say, hey, should I capture this or not? What do you think? And you know what I always say? Yeah. You say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a career management document at that point. It doesn't matter if it's long or very long. It's actually even. it's actually better, right? That it's long. Yeah, it's just like I said earlier. It's just the raw material that they're going to use to craft their next resume. You got it. Yep. Okay. So what we're saying here, folks, is that there may be a recession in your field coming this year or next year, and if you're going to need your resume ready for you soon, it would be good to schedule thirty minutes this week and do a review as far back as you can remember. Yeah, use your reviews. Oh, that's right. You can use it to, and you review as far back as you remember to add lots of data, not res, not finalized resume bullet points, but lots of data to your career management document in preparation for the finalizing creation of 
a resume. Yeah. And you think this is widespread? Oh, I think it's I think it's past epidemic. I think it's pandemic. I think then less that less than ten percent of the people who understand this concept actually do it. Ouch. Yeah, that's that's scary. Ouchy today. I mean, yeah, today. I mean, right. God, I hope folks have good memories. Yeah, you're right. Good. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk now about the three factors that current resumes are wise to highlight. And the first one we're going to talk about is budgets. Yeah. Look. <laughs> This isn't. This one isn't rocket science, folks. Uh, we, we don't need to spend terribly long here. Um, there are rumors again that 2008 is shaping up to be a rough economic year in many sectors. Companies are going to be hiring more carefully, at the same time that they're laying off more liberally. Yeah, hopefully everybody's figured out that those two tendencies are often very closely related in time, uh, much to our detriment as job seekers, I might add. Yeah, <laughs> nice. There, there's a Horseman's or Ozan's Law in there somewhere, right? Yeah. The Murphy's Law of Economic Effects on Hiring and Layoffs or something. Yeah, Ozan doesn't have laws. Well, actually, Ozan's first law is just do what Horseman says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, I would someone please write me an email and say you heard him say that on the air. Um, I hope he doesn't cut that out. I'll, redra- I'll redact it. Redact, that'll be redacted, Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> Look, here, anecdotally, here's what happens. A manager gets ready to hire somebody. And, 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 and I use the word anecdotally to say, folks, I've done this. Okay? <laughs> That's, anecdotally is I don't want to suggest that my experience is a trend or a statistic. But anecdotally, this is what happened. A manager, who will go unnamed, gets ready to hire somebody. And he finds someone he really likes the resume of. But then he notices something. He's in budget meetings all day, it seems, lately. His budget is getting hammered. He has to do things faster with less money, he's told, all the time. He walks around thinking about budget. Um, And here is this great resume in front of him. He knows this guy could be good. But there's nothing on this resume about budget management. Now, mind you, this manager doesn't think a year ago he wouldn't have noticed, when times were good, he wouldn't have noticed the lack of budget management or budget experience on this resume because he wasn't in pain because of budget issues. But nonetheless... The fact that he doesn't know, he doesn't recognize that he wouldn't have thought that a year ago doesn't mean he's not feeling it now, okay? So there's nothing on it about budget management, nothing, okay? Now, he knows this person had to have had some budget experience in the jobs he had. He, he knows it, okay? Or at least, well, he thinks he knows it. Okay, but maybe this guy didn't have the budget piece, and, you know, come to think of it, man, that would not be a good fit right now to try to bring a guy in without good budget experience. And then all of a sudden, maybe this guy is not such a good budget, not such a good fit because of his apparent or unknown lack of budget experience. Mm. From a winner to a loser in about probably about 30 seconds. Yeah, there's never an egg timer around when you need one. <laughs> and, and, of course, here, forthwith... <laughs> is the totally tragic ending of the story. Right. Yeah, the manager did have the budget experience, but either because he didn't like budget stuff or didn't think companies needed proof of that. Exactly. Or because in his last search, he knew it wasn't important and he has forgotten all of his previous budget experience because it's not on his resume. Yeah, and his resume gets canned. Yep. And he never knows it was because of budget experience he had. Yeah, listen to that. His resume got canned because of budget experience he had, but not on his resume. Yeah. It didn't, it, you know what? He didn't highlight that which is has an extra whiff of need in a downturn. Yeah. I, I bet we got some listeners' attention now. <laughs> if we don't, we never will. Yeah. Okay. Somebody's going, okay, search, quick. Search, uh, when, yeah. Google, Google desktop resume, <laughs> CV. Man. Do it, folks. Okay. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Next, next on our list, number two, metrics. Yeah. This is a fun one for me. Folks, you have got to start looking for this. Anytime there's a metric applied to a job you had, unless you did terribly against it and you want to let it go away quietly, 
You have to describe it. You've got to define it. You've got to be clear about your standing relative to it. Your resume has to show it and talk about it. Companies are coming to the realization that there are things that can be measured about management, even if only by proxy, and they're measuring it. And they're measuring it. Yeah, isn't it great? It's like better than winning a Guitar Hero. I mean, yeah. it's great. Well, we knew it was coming, and uh, we support it, obviously. We, yes. This is the way yes, you ought to manage. So um, we, we believe that the impact that truly great management has, unfortunately, cannot be measured. Right. But but the vast majority of management is that day-to-day, boring, repetitive operations. And all that can be measured, and the measures are powerful ways to assess managers. Exactly. Churchill once said, history will be kind to me because I intend to write it. Well, folks, management will be measured fully someday, and we know it because Manager Tools intends to provide the measurements. Yeah. What we mean here, talking about metrics, is that for your job, you are probably aware of two to three or four, at the most probably, areas that are the most important assessments you get. Maybe it's job throughput. Maybe it's projects on time or on budget or on rate. Maybe it's new products developed. Maybe it's sales profit per quarter. Maybe it's waste heat reduction quotients. It doesn't matter what it is. If you know that you're being measured on it, it's highly likely that others in your career field know that metric is applied even narrowly, but sometimes quite broadly. And therefore, you must include your performance relative to it on your resume. Otherwise, you run the risk that they think you did poorly against it, and that's why you've left it off, because surely you know it's got to be on there. Yeah. And the second part of that is that if you've ever created a metric for your team's output, we, we urge you to consider putting that on your resume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Creating metrics, even poor ones or even poor proxies, are great indicators that you understand that if it can be measured, it can be managed, reported on, and ultimately improved. Yeah. Uh, and and, and, and w- what we're talking about here, basically, is not that you're going to crow about how brilliant a metric you came up with. Don't worry about that. We're talking about the fact that you actually created something that didn't exist, that you know metrics are a valuable tool in management in any field, even science, even creativity, right? It's a powerful enough tool. We don't care what metric you created. We're excited that you were smart enough to create one. You set a benchmark, even if it was a proxy, and then you had something to measure against. And if you're smart enough to create one, hopefully you're smart enough to adjust it if you discover that it's not measuring things as accurately as you like. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one more thing about metrics. You know, managers come and interview with me who can who understand the metrics of their business and can tie them together and know which metrics, which measure, measures are, are the fundamental drivers of the business, show an understanding of the business that is hard to prove otherwise. Yeah. I, the idea that managers at any level, supervisor, first-line manager, director, senior manager, director, show that ultimately we know this business is going to be measured, and so therefore we can't expect to operate without any measurements as if we're in a bubble of, we're in the measurement-free bubble over here. You know, the idea that you would be the one place that doesn't have to be measured, it just doesn't make sense. That's not the definition of suboptimization. Further, my point was, if, if you can't measure it, if you, ha- if you haven't been measuring it, then you probably don't understand the business well enough to measure There you it. go. It just demonstrates a, a, a lack of understanding of the business you're in. Yep, exactly. Okay. So on to our last guidance, international. Right. Um, this one is a little different than the other ones, um, and it may surprise some folks. Um, hopefully not, but, but, but it might. Wait, let's be clear here. If someone is surprised by the internationalization of trade and personnel and finance and, and shipping <laughs> and manufacturing and commodities, then they haven't been listening. Uh, it's okay for us to assume some amount of current events knowledge, wouldn't you think? Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay, although assumptions, you know. Um, I wonder how many of our audience have read The World is Flat. Okay? Yeah. Look, what we're saying here is that I'm seeing a lot of resumes from people whom I know have international experience, or at least what I would consider or call international reasonable precursors who are leaving it off of their resumes. Okay, well, I can't imagine they're leaving off things like overseas assignments. I mean, I mean, those are 
prized very highly and frankly noticed on resumes. Yeah, they're totally, you're totally right. They are prized and no, they're not leaving them off. But they are so rare. And so many people do see the global trade boom, I think, in, 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 you know, at a 30,000 foot level, they understand it's happening. Um, and they know it's important to be a part of it, but they just don't know how to do it on a resume. And I think they think, I don't have an international posting. I've never been to Hong Kong. I've never been to Europe. I've never been to the EU. I've never been to Africa. Um, so they just don't know what to do. And so therefore, we have three manager tools recommendations for places to look to internationalize to make more clear that you do have some amount of international experience for your resume. Okay, and and, and our first um, rule is that you take every 10th word of your resume and just put it into a foreign language, <laughs> a random language. You, you can use Japanese one time, German, whatever. Yes, and, and uh, as, as, a, as a nod at the tip of our hat to, to Cedric, uh, we'll ask that that foreign language be French. There you um, go. Exactly. Okay, so look, first... Look at your organization, okay? That's our first recommendation. Ask yourself what its global reach is. Think about what your division or company does. If it has offices or it sells products in multiple countries or on multiple continents, make sure that it is mentioned in the responsibilities portion of at least one of the jobs that you have held in that firm, that you worked for an international company, okay? Second... It, it, folks, it, some, some people are rolling their eyes. It's better than nothing. Second is teamwork or projects. If you have worked on a team or project, and uh, listen carefully here, whose purpose serves a country other than the one you are in, make sure to mention that project. In other words, that could be a project that produces a product that is sold in multiple countries, a project which is staffed internationally, a project that calls on international rules and regulations, even if, in fact, the product is sold in your country. Okay? And finally, this is the one so many people miss, people. If you've worked with a diverse, and in this case, we use diversity in, in its international sense, okay? If you've worked with a diverse workforce, particularly as your peers or as your team members, Make note of that diversity in your responsibilities. It might read, manage nine financial specialists from three different continents working on complex financial legal transactions. Even that, just that, a brief mention, can be a tip-off for a recruiter regarding your interest or abilities in serving in an international or a foreign capacity. And for all the rhetoric we have about, about the need for international, there are plenty of people sitting within 100 feet from you at work, folks, who will not take international assignments, either because they don't want to or because they can't, because they're pregnant, their spouse is pregnant, they're a little bit uncomfortable at the age of their kids and the countries they might go to. Um, you know, they're not comfortable with that particular country's uh, living conditions or what have you. Um, and that, that makes so that it may not be as hard as you think for those international assignments, but even if it is hard, there are other things you can do to make your resume step up just a teeny bit from the crowd. And resumes are one of those things where you don't have to have one that's 20 or 30 or 50% better than everybody else. You need to be a couple of percent better than everybody in everything, and you can do that if, as we said earlier, you go back and think of it as a living document, as a career management tool, rather than just as a set-in-stone document that gets you a resume and then you throw away, or gets you an interview and then a job and then you throw it away. Wow. That, that was pretty good. I mean, if only slightly better than using French every 10th word. But. Yes, exactly right. Cedric, yes, <laughs> exactly. Maybe every fifth word. Who knows? There you um, go. Um, I just realized, you know, as we, as we talked about it, I, we probably could have been clearer on what to do. So, so let's 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 get that action place action point here cleared out. Here is our manager tools guidance. Set aside an hour. We said it half an hour earlier, but that was just for the, the review, right? The quarterly review. Set aside an hour in the next couple of weeks. At the end of the day, when you're not doing anything productive anyway. And by the way, folks, I, I'm not casting aspersions. I'm that way too, okay? Um, uh, and review these five items. First, your resume is a career management document rather than only a one-page 
interview generation device. It's the difference between CMD, career management document, and IGD, interview generation device. Start now in that hour adding to it accomplishments and responsibilities, committees, initiatives, uh, and, and special meetings you went to, and so on, that you might later need and not have if you don't write them down now. If you're going to err, err on the side of over uh, overindulging yourself and putting pages and pages together. It's very easy to go back through and cut it out. It's not easy to go back through and create. That's the first thing you do in the hour. The second thing you do is go through and look at budget responsibilities. Capture it here in detail. How much? How many lines? How many people? How much increase? How many different areas of the business did you touch? How well did you were you managed against? How much did you drive it down during a downturn? Which reminds me, we're going to have to have a cast sometime about the, the law of multiple downturns and how that affects uh, people in the mid-late their careers. People don't understand that's coming, particularly the people that, are, that tend to be a little bit younger, I would say under the age of 30 right now. Um, we need to do a cast on that. Um, so budget responsibilities, metrics. You want to be looking for key drivers that you're measured against? And then write down what the driver is and capture your, your, your report, your, your results against it every month and every quarter that you can get it. It's going to be way harder to go back two years than it is eight months or nine months. You're going to regret not having raw data. Even if you don't use all that raw data, it may provide you some insight uh, a year or two for now. Um, key drivers that you're measured against, how you did quarter by quarter. And folks, this is how executives live. So start now. If you don't like doing this, you won't like being an executive. I can assure you of that. And also, as, as Mike mentioned, those metrics you create, even if they're somewhat clumsy, even if they're a proxy to show that you believe measurement is a form of management. It is the analytical side of management. And then lastly, look for those international pieces. Look for uh, things in your organization, things in teamwork or projects, and then lastly, people. Yeah. And that's four. And now we have the fifth. This is something I've never talked about publicly. I've always looked for it. And I just think as many people have listened to our resume cast, and, and I hope have benefited enormously, because as much as we kid about all the resumes we get that are, that are not great and they're frustrating, hey, I, by the way, I listened to your resume cast, and I'd really like you to review my resume. And I do take a peek at them, and it's nine pages long. I mean, really? You, read, you listen to the resume cast, and it's nine pages long? And, and the font is not 40 or 60? Um, so this is the final one. And too many people miss it. But the resumes that I see that's, that have it have everything else so good, it's just like icing on the cake. And that is the success of your team. Everybody wants to talk on their resume about their promotions and their successes. Great leaders and great managers' resumes talk about the individual successes of their individual direct reports. If you had two people get promoted from your team, don't complain about your team being understaffed. Crow about the fact that you had two of your people promoted because the only people that get promoted in today's meritocratic world are people who deserve it and then some. That means they were doing the job that they were in well enough that they proved they had the, the, the ability and the drive and the intellect to do the next job up. They must have been hitting home runs for you. It doesn't make you look bad that you had good people working for you. It makes you look good that you, you nurtured and developed them. You spent time with them. You actually related to them. Maybe you even did a one-on-one. -on -one, and then maybe you gave them some performance feedback. Who knows? Maybe you even used the performance feedback model. And maybe, gosh, maybe you even coached them a little bit and you delegated something to them. And that's how people realize that they could do your job at your level because they saw, you do, they saw them doing parts of it. It's as if all this stuff is tied together. And too many people miss the opportunity to really take credit because you deserve the credit for getting the, your team members promoted, for getting them named to special commissions, for getting them highlighted for senior presentations. All those things that you would put on your resume about you, take a second look for those of your, your, those of your top performers for highlighting them on your resume. That is the sign of a great 
leaders and managers resume and i've never said that in public before cool yeah that's awesome that that may be this is a fun cast for me in a lot of different ways um I mean, partly because we never predicted that resume cast would be so big and that that career tools would be as gigantic as I think we're gonna it's gonna be for everyone helping people manage their careers better now that organizations aren't doing it. But sharing that, um, I think that I, I think we'll get a few emails from people going, oh, you know, I, I in, in, in the American commercial, I could have had a V8, right? Oh, I've right. got people I've been promoting for years, and people wonder why I promote people. It's because. Man, then all the people who are my peers already work for me, and it's really easy for me to get things done. Yeah, you can just put a few of those accomplishments down your resume, and, yeah. and, and then you have conversations for 40 minutes because, yep. tell you what, if you're interviewing with me, I want, I want to know how you're developing your people. Yep. How'd you do yeah, that? That's you exactly, do? Yep, there you go. That's a different interview. Very yep. much so. Cool. All right, so, so now should we tell everybody to get lost before we do the... No, yeah, commercial look, I think you were, you know what? I just think it was so right of you. I When I started writing the cast, I wanted to capture my notes about the new resume review service. And you were right before the cast. You said, hey, let's put that last. That way they can get all the value they want out of the cast. And if they don't want to listen to the resume review service because they don't want to come to us or they don't want to spend money or they, you know, they just don't feel it's right or they've got a great resume or they have a, they have a brother who, or a sister who's in HR or whatever, great. You don't need to listen, folks. This, this is just a new service we're going to provide. We want to share it with you. Uh, we're excited about it, but some of you may not. And if you want to tune out, now's the time to do it. Yeah. And I, I think we're, we're always challenged between, you know, I mean, this, this is what we do, right? Management consulting is what we do. This yeah. is, these are our jobs. This are our, the rest of our lives are dedicated to this. So of course we have to feed our families and, and there's, so there's always a balance between doing what we do, doing the podcast for free and the need to, to make a living. And we try to tread that line and not, Yes. Oh, not not assert our need for uh, feeding our families on our podcast listeners. Um, yeah, so we don't want to put money first because the successful organizations of the world don't put money first. Johnson and Johnson. There are people right now who are listening to this cast who work for Johnson and Johnson, one of the greatest companies in the history of the world. Johnson and Johnson has a credo, folks. It's a it's a statement of principle about how they work. And the first one says, "We believe our first responsibility is the doctors, nurses, patients, mothers, fathers, sons and daughters who use our products." And it goes on and talks about how their products are used and so on and so forth. And there's about 15, there may be as many as 19 tenants in their credo. And the last one says, and we believe when we operate according to these principles, our shareholders should realize a fair return. We don't care about making money. We care about serving you. And we believe that because the marketplace exists, if we serve you well, we'll do okay. Yeah. We also know that if we provide everything for free, we'll have a problem like the tragedy of the commons and we won't be able to continue doing it. So we've been wrestling with this very problem of resumes and dealing with a bottleneck. Sorry, folks, but it really is me. Um, and frankly, Mike solved it. So, um, so, so let's yeah. talk about it. The new okay. Manager Tools Resume Review Service. Right. We What's have been about? asked so many times, right? <laughs> How many times have you been asked? In fact, I think you've been asked to ask for somebody else to have them have me review their resume. Like as if I wouldn't know whose resume I was looking at. <laughs> We've always had to say no. I've hurt some people's feelings. I know it. I, I, and I apologize for it now um, because of the volume and because of the time. Um, we are perpetually swamped. Uh, you mentioned it. There may be people out there that still don't know, but this really is our only business. I don't think it seems risky because we love what we do and want to serve people. Um, but some people are stunned that this is all we do. And frankly, really what it boils down to, if you're running an organization and you managers, you know this, um, it's not a matter of whether you can make money. It's whether that hour spent could be made, could be spent delivering more value in the marketplace, which therefore would deliver more income to the firm because the marketplace over time generally ascribes a, a relatively uh, fair value to a transaction of value for, for uh, income. So doing a resume for a fee, we would be comfortable charging any manager, which therefore would have to be low. That's why our, our premium membership is so low, means that the half hour or so or even more that we would spend on a resume to make sure we had given a professional, complete professional review to it, is not wisely spent on resume review and we can spend that half hour doing something else that not only brings in income, but that's income that we can reinvest more strategically in building more products for the future. Right. So after like 
several hundred requests, we, yes. we finally realized that if we were going to serve managers and this many managers wanted their resumes reviewed, yep. and we knew how so you know we knew how so bad so many resumes were, we set out. We had to set out to find a way to offer it, and right. we did. Thanks to one of our favorite members, Wendy Lord of the UK. Yep. Um, uh, we both had been very impressed by Wendy um, with her help to other people in the forums. Um, and um, we finally got to meet her in person in January in Amsterdam. We have asked Wendy to work with me on every resume we receive. We've already had a soft opening for a few resumes that has proved she is every bit as exceptionally good at providing detailed guidance as we expected and actually has brought me some knowledge that I didn't frankly know. And I think hopefully we're making each other better. And uh, we're very excited about having someone who is a part of our community and, and knows resume better than I do and wants to contribute in this way. Yeah, and the great thing about Wendy is, you know, often you run into people who are very talented. Yes. You meet them, you start to work with them, and you know, your 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 faith in them is validated. In, right. in Wendy's case, it's just gotten better and better yeah. and better, and we're just more, and all with more just sure this incredibly right. positive attitude. It's just a dream. It's wonderful. Yeah. So so here's how it's going to work. We're, we we try to make this as simple and fast and cheap as we possibly could. Um, but essentially, you're going to go to the website. We'll have a site. We'll have a, a page up with more details and instructions. Right. You will purchase, will in a sense be a coupon code. Right. Um, you will take that coupon code and mail that, email that, along with your resume to a very um, um, clever clever email address, resume at manager-tools.com. And that's resume singular, no S, just no resume. S's, One yeah. S, no re S at the end of resume um, at Manager Tools. And, and basically our commitment to you is within 96 hours, 96 business hours, that's four business days. We're not going to ask Wendy to work over the weekends. Um, we'll return to you a detailed analysis of your resume based on our professional judgment and also against our format, our content, and our style recommendations, and also the story your resume tells, where we think there are discontinuities in the stories you're telling. And we're going to make other recommendations that we find on, on a very detailed review, front and back, top to bottom. Once, And additionally, once you've made the changes we've suggested or recommended, if you like, we'll look at it again to make sure our guidance was clear so that you, get, you actually get the value we intended you to get. Yeah, and given the our view of the marketplace and the other resume services out there, I think you know some we've seen for seven hundred dollars or more. Um, we take that all into consideration, and we set our introductory price at uh, fifty U.S. dollars. Yeah, can I tell can I tell them the whole story though? Can sure, I? sure. Okay, so someone shared, get, folks, you're gonna love this. Someone shared in our forums a review of their resume that they got from the ladders.com, which by the way, please don't take this as a negative to the ladders, very reputable search site in America. It's known for only having jobs and executives that are, are ready to do uh, over $100,000 a year. Okay. Very reputable search site. Well thought of. We were stunned at the mistakes that were in this document. And then we're even more stunned that what they wanted was something like $700 which is half of one of our conferences to rewrite the resume for the person who had submitted it. I, I was ticked, frankly, and, and I said, okay, <laughs> I've had enough. There are people who are being taken advantage of. The person who read this review of this resume is making recommendations that are not, in our opinion, effective. Um, they may just disagree, and that's okay. Um, but I said, look, let's do this better. And let's do it cheaper. And what's more, let's do it lots cheaper so everybody can afford it. Let's help all managers, not just folks at the ladders, who can spend 700 bucks. And I'll tell you something else. Because we've already shared the way we recommend everyone prepare their resume, folks, I, I, we, we, are not, we are not marketers. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I am a marketer, but I don't think of our jobs here as marketing. I think of our jobs as producing great content and figuring out ways to deliver it to you as cheaply as possible so you can use it and make your job, your lives, your directs, your company, your world better, okay? But we really do believe that because we've given you all the details about how to prepare a resume in advance, 
that our $50 review is nearly equivalent to their $700 rewrite. And I know that's kind of bold, and I know I'm kind of famous for that, but we'll let you be the judge. Yeah. And, and I think it's safe to say, we didn't talk about this, Mike, but if somebody didn't like the work we did, we'd give them their money back. Oh, absolutely we would. Yeah. Yeah. It goes without saying. Yeah, right? we should probably yeah. just put that on the page just to make that really clear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, so like we said, we'll, we'll have the link up on our main page shortly with details right. of the service and more detailed instructions and everything you need to go. So we're, we're through, we're uh, to say we're thrilled to offer which possibly the most common request we get that we had to deny would be a yeah. vast understatement. And, and folks, if you see Wendy in the forums uh, and she's there a lot, um, yep. be sure to tell her to thank, you know, be sure to tell her thanks for her great work because, yep. you know, frankly, she's the reason we can do this for the manager tools community at this yeah, kind of price. D- don't forget this. Don't forget she, Wendy is the reason we're doing this. Mike and I couldn't do this. Um, I have to have Wendy review it with me in order to give me the leverage to be able to, to do this for everybody. Um, Wendy folks is a great HR person. I bet there's some people who never thought they'd hear me say something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, some, sometimes I think people see sometimes if a skewed, uh, a skewed side of you because there we're, we're yeah. generally making some points, trying to get things through folks' right. heads. And sometimes, sometimes we try to be dramatic, right? Can, yeah. Yeah. It's okay to be dramatic. Sometimes you put a microphone in somebody like in front of somebody like yeah. me, you might get some drama. Yeah. And, and we Maybe. do. Wendy is a great HR person and we know other great HR persons. Yes. Uh, just despite how it sounds sometimes. So yes. Right. Anyway, so quick summation. Uh, want me to do it? Yeah, please. Okay, good. So we covered the resume is a living document, folks. You got to have three pages or two pages or four pages worth of stuff that you, when you need your resume updated, um, you spend the time quarterly. We're recommending you spend an hour now and catch up, and then once a quarter, make it like clockwork, make it like a habit. Okay. Um, you create a living document behind the scenes that is not your resume. It's a career management document that then your resume can come from. And it gives you more opportunities to go in different directions um, because you've done your homework in managing your career behind the scenes. Then we want to encourage you to look at four factors, three of which that are currently valuable and one of which is always valuable. And those are budgets always a big deal in a recession or in an economic ec- times of economic flux, as they say, um, you know, they never talk about flux when you're going up, they talk about it going up, um, uh, metrics, be clear about what you're measured against and how you've done and what measures you've created. Uh, when it comes to international, you don't have to have an un- overseas assignment, but if you don't look for other clues in your company in teamwork and in your people. And lastly, that one gym that really is laced through the very best resumes I see, the focus on the people who work for you, your team, and their successes individually. That is a leader's resume. Excellent. I think All that's right. it. Thanks, my friend. Thanks. See you later. Thanks, folks. I know this has been a long one. If you stayed through the whole thing, I thank you profusely. So... I won't take any more of your time up with anything else other than to say thank you, and we'll see you next week. So long, folks.